Hello everyone. Welcome back to Capes and Japes. I hope you all enjoyed your Memorial Day weekend. If you had to work, like one of us did. Hey, What's up, <laughs> tourism industry? How's it looking over there? Pretty bad, it seems. Yeah, I um, mean, to be fair, it's probably not going to be as busy as, like, my first Memorial Day weekend here, because what's up? Highway 1 is still closed, and also <laughs> the Neptune pool is also still under construction, so people are like, I don't want to go to Hearst Castle. <laughs> Getting some, like, some real deep insight into the, the tourism of the area. That's, um, that's what people come to Capes and Japes for, am I right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As you can probably tell, we are recording this before Memorial Day. So we were just predicting how our Memorial Day weekends might be. But you will be hearing it afterwards. So I hope your Memorial Day weekend was good. And if you had to work, I hope it wasn't too stressful. And if you didn't have to work, I hope you enjoyed your day off. And you went outside, or you didn't, if that's not your jam. I don't know. Um, last week, we told you about Wade Wilson, Deadpool, um... And today we're going to talk about the man who Wade Wilson was inadvertently and then intentionally based on. And that man is Slade Wilson. Deathstroke. Deathstroke? The Terminator. Um, God. I, who act I always was, forget that his full thing is Deathstroke the Terminator. Yeah, it has an epithet on it. It's like, okay, <laughs> look. You're a murdered man, and you're like, I need a cool murder code name. Deathstroke. And then you're like, no, people aren't going to get the message enough that I kill people. <laughs> Deathstroke, the Terminator. God, or if you want to go the easy route, like Teen Titans, the cartoon from 2003, just call him Slade. Just call him Slade, because you're not allowed to say the word Deathstroke on Cartoon Network. <laughs> so Slade. Like, that's going to scare children. Like, cool, he does still, like, psychologically, like, torment teenagers yeah. for, like, five seasons. Yeah, but he I, is still, like, the main villain. Uh, he's, a, but, he's a very evil boy. I mean, also, Slade is a pretty, like, villain name. So I guess it that's, works. That's the thing. Slade Wilson as a name does objectively rule. Like, it kicks ass. Oh, yeah. It's a great name. Would I name my um, child Slade? No. Well, Mostly because I'm I... not planning on having children. But also... Yeah. That's an important factor. Um, but also, we'd probably grow up to be... A villain. A murder boy. Yeah. Um, Slade, I love... I, I, Slade Wilson the person is complicated. The story of Slade Wilson is so juicy. Um, so, um. Give me those juicy details, Olivia. Oh, boy. Oh, it's time to talk about the Wilsons, my dude. Um, so. Buckle up. This is going to be your next couple of weeks. <laughs> We're gonna get into the better ones later, but we gotta talk about Slade. Um, so Slade is, um, 
played Deathstroke the Terminator, who actually does exist before the movie franchise, The Terminator. Um, but still, once that came out, they were like, we should probably not call him The Terminator so much. Yeah. Um, even though I mean, he had it I first. I think they say Deathstroke the Terminator in... Uh, I was telling you about the Superman the Superman Rebirth. There's a little arc yes. in there where Lois Lane, famous reporter, interviews him. <laughs> like, she goes out so of her good. way. She's like, I'm going to interview... Like, she was going to interview some other dude first, but then, like, Slade kills them. So she's like, well, <laughs> that's that's it. I just got to interview Deathstroke the Terminator. Find out why why he kills people. <laughs> hey, hey, what's up with all the murder? Basically. And he's like, um, it's just a job, really. Pays the bills. Pretty much. Um, somebody's got to keep the lights on. Um, no, he is definitely still Deathstroke the Terminator, but they, like, they don't, they don't emphasize it quite as much. Deathstroke because the Terminator. Post, like, 1985, the more you go around introducing yourself as Deathstroke the Terminator, people are gonna be like, wait, the ter- like, Arnold Schwarzenegger? And he'll be like, no! <laughs> I'm my own thing! Come with me if you want to die. <laughs> Um, so, Slade is, um, probably the most feared, deadly, capable assassin in the DC universe. Um, that's what, that's how everybody knows him. They're like, if you want, if you really gotta get somebody dead... Slade will make that person dead. And yet he keeps being bested by the Teen Titans. Well, there's a whole bunch of them, and they're (laughs) teens. What's one man against five or more teens? I mean, I think I've, I like, I saw somewhere that it's like, oh, like, his contract against the Teen Titans is the one contract he couldn't fulfill. It's like, that's a pretty big one, though. Yeah. Like, they're superheroes. Like, that's kind of, you, you probably should have been able to pull that off. Um, but yeah, he's introduced in the second issue of, uh, the New Teen Titans in, uh, the, the year 1980. So the new Teen Titans is like the 80s one, obviously, um, (laughs) where we get everyone has amazing 80s designs. Um, Perfect. Beautiful. It's got uh, Nightwing. It's got Starfire. It's got Beast Boy. It's got Cyborg. And it also has like a bunch of other people on it. It's got Raven. You know her. So those guys are all on it. And then like... Kid Flash might be on it. There's and then there's there's they've got like a bunch like they get like a pretty big roster at some point. But like the the Teen Titans that you know, if you are familiar with the uh, 2003 cartoon Teen Titans, which you should be, 
because it's amazing. <laughs> and we talk um, about it all the time. We talk about it constantly. I'm always, even when you think I'm not talking about it, I am still secretly talking about it. Um, <laughs> but that's where we get this. And also where Dick Grayson wears his amazing, like, 80s Nightwing outfit with, like, the deep V and, like, the gold feathers and, like, the, like, like the eight-inch high collar. That's so good. Um, uh, but so, it's written by Marv Wolfman and George Perez, um, who are, like, like, fully established the, like, the tone and aesthetic of this series. Um, and he's introduced in the second issue of that, and then for most of his, his tenure as a supervillain, he's kind of, he's, like, primarily, like, the Teen Titans arch nemesis. And he shows up in a bunch of different things. And, like, sometimes when they have, like, big, like, like, they're like, Lex Luthor's like, I'm gonna make a villain squad. It's like, Deathstroke's there. Or, like, in War of Jokes and Riddles, it's like, oh, one of them hired Deathstroke to come work for them. Um, and sometimes he fights Batman. <laughs> or, like, uh, sometimes he fights Green Arrow. Um, but he can't really, he can't really get too much bigger than that because, like, he is just a dude who, like, has a bunch of... So he's a swords gunsman. He's, he's got swords and guns, and he's got, again, in a similar design to Deadpool, he's got swords, he's got guns, he's got punches, he's got kicks. Um, he can't really kill Superman. Doesn't he, <laughs> so, have, doesn't he also have some sort of, like, regenerative power? Yes, he has, like, a, he has an advanced healing factor that is not... To the extent of Deadpool's. No, no, of because, course not. Because Deadpool's is largely for comic effect, and uh, Slade's is kind of, you know, Slade's a serious character. Yeah. Um, also, could you imagine if Slade Wilson were immortal? Holy... I mean, he does... He can apparently live, like, a really long time. Um, but... He can be killed. <laughs> he can be stopped. Please stop praying for my grandpa. He's breaking he's broken out of the hospital. He's too powerful. Um he also um, I just on the I just went to the Wikipedia page under abilities to make sure I was correct about the like the the healing factor and it says the first one is utilizes 90% of brain capacity <laughs> that's not how that works it's not how it works but everyone's so stuck on like you only use 10% of your brain but it's like he uses 90% of it and he's a genius man and yet he um, can't defeat the teen titans those pesky teen titans. Um, it is a little bit buck wild to have the main villain of like, like New Teen Titans definitely isn't like you know like a kid oriented book, but it is like a lot of it about like oh these youths and their interpersonal drama and their shenanigans, and to have the main villain just be like a dude who's just he's like I'm a man. And I'm made of knives, and I want to fucking kill every single one of you with my knives. It's like just a pretty buck wild thing. Um. Anyways, so 
the story of uh, my man, Slade Wilson. <laughs> Slade Wilson um, enrolled in the army at 16 because he lied about his age. Um, and, uh, and he was the best at army. Um, he was, he was in, he fought in the, the Korean war. Um, and he just did so many murders. (laughs) Um, but like war murders. So it's different, I guess. Um, but anyways, so he's just, like, this, like, super intense, just, like, killing machine. Like, unstoppable. And then he meets, um, his commanding officer, um, Adeline Kane. I love Addie. This whole thing is just gonna be, like, I love all the Wilsons who aren't Slade. And I also love Slade, but in a different way. Um... His commanding officer is like, holy shit, you are so good at murder, and it makes me, like, really horny. And he's like, yeah, I know, I am also really horny for murder. Um, and then they, like, she, like, trains him, um, and they, like, make out a bunch, um, and then he, he's, he, she, like, teaches him all the types of murder that she knows, and he gets good at all of the murders you can do. Um, just, hey, I only know, like, four kinds of murder. How many murders do you know? Like, 300. Can you teach me all these murders? Yeah, dog, I got you. Teach me as many murders as you can. Um, but, um, but, uh, he also, um, he's a friend, a friend. He has a, uh, a, he has an army, a dude he meets who's in the, uh, the, the, the British army named Wintergreen. His last name is Wintergreen, which is, like, kind of a buckwild last name to have, but everyone just addresses him as Wintergreen, and for, like, a long time when I was first looking into this, I just assumed it was, like, a one-name, like, situation, like, it was, like, Cher or something, <laughs> um... And this is my best friend, Wintergreen. 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 And then, and then it's like, um, he's like, he's, he's shown in like a couple iterations. He's like, Slade's like, butler, sort like evil Alfred. Oh my Um, God. Evil Alfred is a pretty good band name. Evil Alfred rules as a band name. TM, 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 TM. Um... And then, like, in, like, the newer iterations, he's, like, a little more, like, rough and tumble. Um, But so he's got, um, he's got his beautiful uh, commanding officer who's, they're madly in love with each other. Um, He's got his cool friend, Wintergreen, um, who, uh, who, like, they, like, save each other a bunch of times. His cool British friend, Wintergreen, who, like, also, like, teaches him, like, a new kinds of murder. So then Slade basically knows, like, every sort of murder that you could ever do to anybody. Um, and so, um, during this time, um, as always happens, um, Slade, uh, 
is selected for an experiment where the army injects super serum into his veins that's designed to make super soldiers. I Like, literally always happens. DC, this already... <laughs> this already happened. It hasn't happened. I don't... This probably wasn't the first time it happened in DC either. It's just... It's just... Con- like, how every, like... It's not... A, like, even in Marvel, like, so many post-Captain America superheroes are just, like... They tried to do the super soldier serum again, but it was bad this time. Stop trying the super soldier serum. It only worked like that once. Um, but so he is, he gets injected with this super serum that gives him like, you know, like we've said, like, uh, like healing abilities and like, he uses 90% of his brain and he has, couldn't, uh, couldn't quite get him to the 100 point though. Not, it's not that super. They're like, next time around, next time we try to make a super soldier, they'll use 100% of their brain. But what if he Um, already used 90% of his brain and the super soldier serum had nothing to do with it? And then they (laughs) measured it afterwards and they're like, oh my god, we're so good at this. Guys, we did that. We did this. We gave this man a super brain. And Slade's like, I don't feel any different. And they're like, what are you thinking about? And he's like, just murder. a lot of different ways to do murder. And they're like, we did that! Without us, he would have only been able to think of one way to do murder. He's like, no, I definitely, I thought, of, I was thinking of all of these simultaneously before in my super brain. No, we have done this. Um, so he gets, uh, he, he, he gets superpowers. Um, and then he is, uh, he, he looks, he looks in the mirror. He's his self. <laughs> Look, I've been, Slade, listen, I've been having a great time here in the army. Um, I mean, probably not because, you know, there's, there's usually, like, something happens where it's like, oh, like, he gets, like, sent on a suicide mission because somebody's jealous of how good he is at murder and then Wintergreen has to save him. Um, or, like, the other way around or whatever. Um, but he's like, I, I'm pretty good at murder. I could probably murder people so good that I would get paid for it. Um, so he starts this, like, secret, like, side career as the world's greatest mercenary. I mean, if you're very, like, that's monetizing your skills. That's really, this is the kind of initiative that I think we should all look to in 2018, is just really take a look at what you're good at and figure out how to make people pay you to do it. And maybe what you're good at is murder. Um, and that's cool. Um, so he, he and his, um, his wife, Addie, um, they, uh, they, they get married. Uh, she doesn't know that he is the world's greatest assassin. Um, they have two children uh, who don't know that he's the world's greatest assassin. Um, two boys, um a few years apart um the older one is grant and the younger one is joey 
Um, <laughs> you you can really tell which one you're more fond of by the way you said their names. <laughs> just you're like, like one of them is Grant and the other one is Joey. I was trying. I was trying to keep it together, and I failed so miserably. Um, and for like a little bit, it's it's not it's not good. Um, because like you know, you got two parents who are just like super intense, like military types, and I think like uh. Addie, like, still working in the, in the military, um, Slade's a, like, secret super mercenary, um, Slade's, like, neither of them are, like, great people, definitely not, like, very good parents, (laughs) as you could, like, probably guess from, like, two people who's, like, the reason they got married was they were, like, both so good at murder, it made them, like, really horny. <laughs> um, but, um, so, things are, like, things can be better, but they're okay. And then one day, some people are, like, some people who get mad, some people get mad at Slade. For, like, a contract he did, or, like, a contract he turned down, or, like, a contract he took from some other people to kill one of their people. He's done, he's done a lot of murders. He's made a lot of enemies. Um, and they, um, they kidnap the younger of his sons, Joey, who is a, who's just, who's a a tender young man. (laughs) Doesn't know what's going on with any of this. Um, they kidnap him, and then they say, Slade, we have your son, and we need you to give us the the name of the person who hired you. And Slade Uh, says, which son? (laughs) And they say, the little blonde one. And Slade says, well, dang. (laughs) I'll Um, do my best. I guess. Yep. Um, and so they, they kidnap him. And they're like, Slade, we need you to give us the name of this client. And Slade's like, I have made my career as a mercenary based on my, like, code of honor and my professionalism. Um, and I, like, you know, I, I always do what I'm contracted to do. And I don't reveal details to other people. And I won't, I can't, I can't tell you that. And they're like, whatever. They're like in like a warehouse or something. They have a knife to this child's throat, um, who is Slade's son. Um, and they're like, oh, we want you to tell us right now or we're gonna, we're gonna cut his throat and he'll die. Um, and Slade's like, Slade's here thinking about this. He's like, I have the greatest reflexes in the world. I can stop them. (laughs) Um, so he says, go ahead. Which is a great thing to say in front of your son who has a knife held to his throat. Yeah, it's really definitely gonna make him, like, feel okay about his relationship to his parents. Um, so Slade says, go ahead. And they're like, okay, we're gonna do it because we're, like, like, murder crime people. And they go and they start to cut... Joey's throat and then Slade goes like pew 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 and he just like 
kills all of them. Um, but they did partially cut his throat. And they partially cut his throat in such a way. I need you all to know that this is not possible. But it's comic books. <laughs> they partially cut his throat in such a way that he survived. But it severed his vocal cords. So he can never speak again. And this isn't how throats work. That's not how throats are constructed. I do need you to understand. Your vocal cords aren't just like right up against the skin on one side of your neck. <laughs> um, but it's comics books, so that's what happened. Um, and then um, he's talking. <laughs> he was. He explains the situation to his wife. I, um, she's, and she's like, okay, wait, hold on. You, they, they kid, they kidnapped our son. And you said, go ahead. And he's like, no, no, it's cool. I knew that I could stop them. And she's like, well, I mean, they did, like, sever his vocal cords, and he'll never talk again, and he's definitely traumatized forever, so you didn't do, like, that great. And Slade's like, but they didn't kill him. And Adeline goes, you fucking son of a bitch idiot, and pulls out a gun and shoots him in the face. I mean, that is one way to murder. Because they have a reasonable relationship. Um, but because of his healing abilities and because of his advanced reflexes and all of that, um, he lives. Um, but it just, like, it takes, it takes out his eye. So now he only has one eye. Um, which is, <laughs> and he's so good at murder that he's like, I don't even care that I have one eye. I'm gonna wear a mask that covers half my face so everybody knows that I only have one eye. Um... Well, he only needs one eye to kill you. <laughs> that's that's the motto. Only need only needs the one. Um, so after that, uh, their I'm marriage so, doesn't I, really survive. I just got distracted thinking about like, what if he actually had the use of both of his eyes, but he wears the mask in such a way that it's like. You know in Naruto when Rock Lee, like, takes off the weights? <laughs> Slade's, like, trying to kill some dude and it's not quite working out right. So he takes oh off this mask and uses his eye other eye and they're like, You could use your eye the whole time? And it's like, yes. And now he's just super powerful. I'm just that good. Rockley, like a Nigo Montoya. I am not left-handed. Jesus Christ. God. <laughs> He's like, no, I just wear this eye patch for cool aesthetics. I have both eyes. It's just so easy to kill people with both eyes. I like I gotta, I gotta make it a little bit difficult. But I'm sorry, I interrupted you. You were talking about their dissolving marriage. Yeah. So, um, the uh, the relationship doesn't really. Mm, hold together so much after that. Like, Addie, like, pretty much just takes Joey and she's like, bye. Don't talk to us. Um, uh, but, uh, Slade's older son, Grant, um, is on a very different path, uh, due to the fact that he, um, 
also wants to be a murderer. <laughs> a professional murderer. I mean, um, I guess. Look, sometimes, you know what? You just gotta Some- join the family business. It's, look, this is, this is all he knows. Um, the thing is, so Grant's like, yeah, my dad does murder. I'm gonna do murder. Grant and Slade don't have, like, a super good relationship. Um, nobody, nobody among the Wilsons has a super great relationship. I love them so much. Um, but so, uh, Grant, much later on to all this drama, um, he's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get, like, super enhancements too. Um, and he goes to the, uh, the Hive, which is a group of, uh, Teen Titans villains. The it's- Hive, which stands for the Hierarchy of International Vengeance and Extermination. Which fucking owns. I mean, I was gonna say the Super Enhancement Store, but, you know. Yeah, I mean, could do that too. The Hive um, is much better. They have an anagram. They got an anagram and everything. Um, The Hive, you would also be familiar with if you watched Teen Titans 2003. I'm gonna keep name dropping it until like it makes somebody watch it who hasn't seen it yet, and then um my purpose on Earth will be complete and I can fade into the ether. Um, but he goes to them and he's like, "Hey, make make me a make me a, a super a super a, make me a sandwich. I'm hungry. Make <laughs> me a make me a murder boy, and I'm gonna be called Ravager." Which is a, a a big cool name for my super evil identity. Um, but the thing is, like, he doesn't really have the natural aptitude for murder that uh that that his dad does. Um, he's mostly just a very angry boy. <laughs> Um, but so he gets, uh, he gets, he gets these, the Hive gives him these superhuman enhancements. They're like, you're the Ravager now, and we need you to go kill the Teen Titans. And he's like, hell yeah! And he goes to kill the Teen Titans, and he fights them, and, uh, he doesn't, uh, he doesn't do that great. Um, and he does okay. But they're like, oh, this we fought tougher dudes than this, whatever. Um, and during the fight, at one point, I don't remember exactly how it happens, but he, uh, he falls to his death, and the Titans are like upset about this, because they like they don't they don't want people to die. Yeah. Um. They, but they're they, like they are not murder children. They're not murder children, but like nobody like threw him off a building. It was in fact an accident. Um. And they're like sad, but they're like, oh. Oh, oh, geez. Well, I guess that's, that's really, oh, that's too bad. Um, and then Slade finds out about this. Um, and Slade is like, the Teen Titans killed my son. And now I must destroy the Teen Titans. Um, which is like a cool way to like show affection for your son after he's already dead. And maybe if you'd just been nicer to him when he was alive, he wouldn't have, like, decided to become a murder boy. Slade. Um, yeah. Slade. But. Dad of the year. 
Slade Wilson, dad of the year. Um, but so he goes and he tries to kill the Teen Titans, um, and he doesn't, <laughs> doesn't do it, as we allude, I mean, obviously he doesn't kill the Teen Titans, because then that would be, that was issue two of the Teen Titans, um, <laughs> so it would have been pretty wild if he killed them. Just like, here's the new Teen Titans. Oh, they're, they're dead. Oh, no. Oh, no. The, the dead Teen oh, Titans. Oh, God. And then, um, now we're announcing our new series. The all-new Teen Titans. <laughs> all the other ones died. We got we had to get new ones. But um but because he can't kill them, he swears he swears vengeance against them for eternity. Um and then he um he's he's recurring a lot in like the Wolfman Perez um uh, Teen Titans, there's a very famous arc called the Judas Contract, which is, again, what the second season of Teen Titans, the 2003 cartoon, is based on, um, where he, like, he does, they're pretty explicit about this, he does seduce a fairly young woman, um, and then convinces her to like join the Teen Titans, but like secretly work against them, and then betray them, and then they're they're find out their weaknesses, and then he's gonna kill all of them, and he kidnaps all of them except for Nightwing, and then Nightwing's like, oh, I gotta, oh, all my friends have been captured by Deathstroke, and I gotta, you know, whatever, go infiltrate his secret lair and free them. Um, Nightwing, my boy. Um, he also joins like this like weird legion of just like evil older men who are just like very specifically obsessed with Dick Grayson. I mean it is Dick Grayson. It is Dick Grayson and we were just talking about that one panel of him from No Justice where he looks like an angel from heaven. Um but there's just like all of these like rugged like evil dads who are like Oh, Nightwing, if only you would work for me and I would mold you into something extraordinary. And he's like, can you, like, stop? Please. What is it with Dick Grayson and just dads? Fucking evil dad bait. Um, just but, throw uh, Dick Grayson into a pit of evil dads. No, please don't do that to him. It's okay. Um, he'll he'll get out of there somehow. Some flips and shit. I don't know. He loves he love he does love to do flips. Um but so uh later on, I think it's like during like uh like in the it's post New Teen Titans. I think it's in in the era of of Tim's Teen Titans. Um, he discovers that uh, he has a daughter um, that he didn't know about. Um, that it's, he... it's my turn for dogs. Hold on. Oh no, dog time. Whoop. Yens. Chill. I don't know what he's barking about, but he went into the garage. <laughs> um... Or free. Um, he discovers he has a, um, a teenage daughter, um, that 
he, he, uh, I don't know if he doesn't know who the mother is, or if he just, like, if she died, or if, just, like, whatever. Um, How you know. wild would it be if, like, I know this is my daughter, but I don't know who her mom is? Look, he was traveling around the world. Yeah, but, like, he- how did... Did he find her, or did she show up and she's like, yeah, I'm your daughter, also, it doesn't matter who my mom is? I think what happens is Wintergreen finds her, and he raises her, and I, I, I'm pretty sure her mom dies. Um, he raises her, and then he's like, hey, Slade, this your daughter. <laughs> so deal with this i guess i'm so glad Um, that rose has two dads (laughs) rose has two dads um so for a bit he's like all right rose you're gonna be the new ravager and you are gonna kill the teen titans for me there's new there's it's different teen titans now i don't care i still hate them I hate everything they stand for, and what they stand for is killing people who are attacking them, who are also named Ravager, so just get in there, honey. <laughs> you just go for it. And then it's like, also, it's like, he's trying to, like, you know, he's like, oh, I failed with my first two children, but now I need to, like, be there for this child. But he's he doesn't know how to do that at all, so he's just like, Time to learn how to do murders. Um, and he does, like, he asks, he has Nightwing train her. And then Nightwing's like, don't do murders. He's like, did you just tell her not to do murders? And Nightwing's like, yeah, what did you think I was going to do? <laughs> like, um, bruh, you know me. <laughs> yeah, um, but so he's like, fine, I will teach her. Um, and so he he teaches her to do murders. And then he... Sends her to kill the Teen Titans. And then eventually the Teen Titans are like, whoa, 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 wait, you're a teen. It seems like uh, your dad's kind of fucked up. What if you just, like, partied with us? Um, and then through some, some long and arduous, like, uh, you know, processes of un... Fuck, we're, we're going to talk more about, about Rose in more detail, but... Through a long period of unfuck-upping herself, she becomes, like, uh, a, you know, a superhero type. And then she's like, fuck you, dad. And he's like, damn it! Um, and then sometimes All I like, want is one child that does not die and does not join the Teen Titans. <laughs> it's so hard. And then sometimes it's like, it's like he secretly, like, organizes, like, things against the Teen Titans, and then he's like, well, I, we're like, when Rose and Joey are both there, and then he's like, well, I just wanted, that was secretly, I just wanted to get you to work together. Um, and it's like, whatever, Slade, you're so bad at this. You fucking, you're the worst dad, you dumbass. (laughs) Um, but, um, that's like, to me, the thing that's, the most compelling about Slade is, like, how much, how much of everything he does just gets tied up in all of this, like, absurd family drama bullshit, and how much his bullshit 
affects the lives of every person who's related to him. <laughs> um, because it is like he is he's he's objectively like a pretty lousy dude and a very lou not a pretty lousy dude an he's an easy he's an evil man and though like it sometimes gets into like there are occasionally times where it's like oh he you know he like he has to work like with the Teen Titans or like team up like in in uh metal he has to like team up with the Justice League um because it's like. He does all these murders, but he does them for money. He's not, like, the Joker, where he just, like, wants to, like, destroy stuff for fun. Like, he's just like, I don't really care about human life, and I want to get paid. And I'm super good at murder. Um, but, you know, if somebody's like, oh, Slade's, like, the world's gonna be destroyed. He's like, well, I live in the world, and I want to keep doing murders in it. So, like, yeah, cool. Um... And then, like, sometimes, but, like, I mean, a lot of the times it tries to get into the thing where it's, like, well, he loves his kids, he just doesn't know how to express it. I'm, like, there's, like, a pretty wide gap between, like, not knowing how to express something and, like, <laughs> manipulating your daughter into becoming, like, a murderer, which you did. Um, but it's, it's, it's very, I don't know, it's complicated because I have, like, it's complicated. Again, surprise. Um, I have a lot of fondness for him, largely because of the, the Teen Titans cartoon. Because I'm like, there he is, that's my man. That's my dude Slade. Um, but he's not... <laughs> he's, not a, he's not a great guy. And a lot of the characters I love are, in fact, severely damaged by him. I mean, to be fair, he's an interesting character. He's a very, very interesting character. Um, and it's like, something you, that... You don't gotta be a good dude to be interesting in a story. Like, some yeah. of the most interesting characters are villains, because it's like, well, what, what makes you tick? Hi, I'm Lois Lane. What's it like inside the mind of Deathstroke the Terminator? Well, I do want to get paid, so... Yeah. Um, no, it is. He's, he's a very... He's a very three-dimensional villain, which is, like, unusual in a lot of ways in comic books, um, where a lot of the time it's just, you know, like... I mean, it's evolved, obviously, more and more in recent years, but a lot of times it's just like, I'm going to blow up the hospital full of orphans because I hate hospitals and orphans. It's um, like, we have to stop you from doing this because hospitals and orphans deserve to not be blown up. And it's like, no, <laughs> I'm evil. Yeah, exactly. And so, like, in 1980, to have a dude who is, like, had, like, all of this, like, this backstory and these relationships and these reasons for doing what he does and this, like, family drama that, like, constantly pervades, like, every aspect of his life. Um, it's pretty... And sometimes he feels conflicted about stuff and sometimes he helps the good guys. Um, and it is neat and cool. And I think that's part of the reason why he's one of... Uh, he's had, like, multiple, like, 
solo titles um that you know which is like a little bit of an unusual thing for someone who's predominantly a, a an antagonist um the um newest one the current one of these um is mentioned by uh is mentioned is written is written by priest who we mentioned last episode there we go um because he also wrote for deadpool so he's just run the gamut um but the uh the current one i do like um it's got like it it has like a very like it's a little bit like challenging sometimes because it like jumps around in time a lot with no warning it'll be like here's a flashback to when he was in the army and here's what's going on now and here's what's happened six months ago and here's what happened two months ago um um but it, it it's cool and it's exciting to read and like uh rose gets introduced pretty early on and joey gets introduced i think in like volume two um, and I have complicated feelings on Joey in it, but we can talk about that when we talk about Joey. Um, but it, like, it just really, like, drives home, like, how much, like, uh, Slade completely fucked over these two people's lives. Um, and how, like, upset they are about it, but also they still kind of, like, care about him because he's their dad, but, like, holy moly, <laughs> they're just psychologically scarred forever. Um, which is good. And, like, Slate's, like, and Slate is very brutal in it, uh, and challenging, um, and not just awful to his daughter, um, and his friend, and, oops, everybody he knows, um, but still, you know, complicated, and compelling unfortunately i don't like i don't like being compelled by like <laughs> you know broody murder dudes it's like oh sometimes they do evil but they feel like bad about it and they're just like they care about people but they don't know how to express it but unfortunately i'm a fan of slate <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately Slade is the thing Unfor if I didn't love the other Wilson so much I wouldn't care as much but um here we are so um yeah the uh the the current uh priest series is a is a pretty cool one to check out um I think people would like it it's like a little bit weird um and a little bit duty but dude 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 ish not duty like <laughs> bad, but dude heavy, and like a kind of thing that I'm reading this. I'm like, oh, like it's it's like kind of like a like a guy like or army murder action movie. But um, it's still like it's a it is a pretty cool like and well written um and interesting series to read. Um, I feel like I'm just talking in circles now. If you really <laughs> like Slade, you should watch Teen Titans. Because it is objectively the best Slade. Um, and also he's voiced by Will Arnett in the Teen Titans Go movie, which I am going to have to see now because Will Arnett is Slade in it. And I wasn't even going to see it, probably. 
but Will Arnett is slain in it. And I, I do know how much you love Will Arnett. God, I love Will Arnett. It's such an unfortunate fact about me. I adore him. <laughs> um, um, anyways, so in a couple of months I can tell y'all how the Teen Titans Go movie is, because that's gonna be where I'm at. Um, but, um, that's, he's, he's voiced, he's voiced by Ron Perlman in the, the 2003 cartoon in probably one of the greatest voice acting performances ever committed to film. Um, not a joke. Ron Perlman is so good as Slade. Um, and you should watch it because even though they're not allowed to call him Deathstroke. He's still one of the t- most frightening villains uh, in a children's cartoon like, look, in the history of time. When you're watching the 2003 Teen Titans cartoon, there's other villains that they come up against. But every time Slade shows up, it's like, oh shit. Oh shit, it's yeah. Slade. Oh, Stuff's it's about gonna... to get bad. <laughs> it's so real now. It's like I was fine when he when the Teen Titans were like up against like Cinderblock and Clayface and whatnot, but oh no, Slade's here! <gasps> ah! God, now I Slade. just want to rewatch Teen Titans. Hey, let's rewatch. Let's put this podcast on hold and do a Teen Titans rewatch podcast. Hey, do you think somebody would pay me to rewatch Teen Titans? That's what I'm good at. If, and if Slade taught quit, me anything, if I quit my job and get paid to watch Teen Titans for forty hours a week, <laughs> that sounds reasonable, right? Oh man. Speaking of um speaking of podcast pitches, did you want to talk about um the new thing that you might be thinking of doing or do you want to just like keep that on Twitter for now? I didn't know if you were looking for like more interest in it or not. I mean it's already bigger than Twitter. I sh- I saved it on the Mabim Bambino podcaster group, so there's, like, other <laughs> podcasters who are like, this is a great idea. It is and a good idea. Twitter is like, it's a great idea. And I also shared it on a Discord server, and they were like, it's a great idea. So guess who's probably gonna be doing fanfiction roulette, no matter whether or not they have the time for it. Oh boy! Oh, I mean, I don't, I don't want you to stress yourself out, but it is a very good idea. Um, stay, stay tuned to to Elion and to here because we'll probably mention it again, depending on when and how it's happening. For um, a very good podcast concept about uh randomly choosing characters and tropes and then writing a fanfiction about it. Yep. Anyway, stay tuned. Fanfiction Roulette might be a podcast that I'm doing. Even, like, and I have, okay, I have two podcasts 
two weekly podcasts that I do. I'm starting a third with my friend Brett where we watch Paranormal Witness, which is like a spooky ghost show. Spooky. And then also now Fan Fiction Roulette. I haven't even started doing my third podcast and I've already started a fourth. This is getting wildly out of hand. <laughs> podcasts. Not even once. <laughs> when when do I start getting paid to do podcasts full time? Because uh yeah. I'm already starting hey. to do podcasts full time and it's not Hey try <laughs> Somebody pay me money to do this, because, oh god, I'm gonna die otherwise. Travis McElroy, how did how did you pull this off? Hey, at Travis McElroy, how? Howbst? God. To be fair, he was on one podcast that got very popular, and then started <laughs> podcasting full-time. That's true, you gotta work as a theater carpenter. Before you can be a podcaster, as the, as the saying goes. I mean, look, I would rather be working in, like, scenic design for theaters. Not even designing it. Like, let me just call up my friend Heather and be all like, Hey, what if I moved to New York? Could you get me a job? <laughs> You're graduating soon, right? In scenic design? Let me... Let me work for you. Please. This is my path. This is my path, and then I will do podcasts. Forget the other plan where I'm going to be a park ranger. Forget that. Podcasts from here on out. Anyway, do we have any comics to mention? I mean, I don't think we do, because this is in the future. That's true. I don't know what, what the future could hold. What could the future hold? Hopefully, by the time that this is released... I actually read a comic book because this morning I was like, man, I got Batman Rebirth by Tom King. Like, I got the first volume of that and I haven't started it yet. And then I walked over and it was like in the bottom of a pile of series that I just haven't started yet that I have purchased and I have not gotten around to reading. So, like, I'm a mess, but... (laughs) Uh, but I was going to read that this morning, but I did other things instead. Like, <laughs> finish like cosplay. Like, finish cosplay stuff and then go to the thrift store to buy some possibly haunted cups that I'm going to send to uh, the hosts of Spirits Podcast. Because I love that podcast and I love the kind of inside joke slash urban legend that the old Spaghetti Factory restaurant chain is haunted. And there were some old Spaghetti Factory restaurant chain cups in my local thrift store for whatever reason. And I took a picture and shared it on their Facebook group. I was like, wow, look at these cups. And somebody was like, did you, okay, but you own these now, right? Like you bought them? And I was like, no. (laughs) I told myself that I'm not allowed to buy glassware until I get rid of some glassware. (laughs) and they're like that's understandable but then one of the hosts was like hey i will reimburse you if you buy these cups and send them to us which now i'm just trying to figure out if like 
them being in a thrift store in a small town means that these cups are definitely haunted. Like, from a possibly, ha like, urban legend haunted restaurant chain. And oh, then man. in a thrift store. Like, that's definitely haunted, right? Like, somebody bought these that's cups at a restaurant, and then some weird shit started happening, and they're like, I don't know what could have happened. Like, I just went to the old spaghetti factory, and then I bought these cups and brought them home, and all this weird shit started happening. It must be these cups. And then they sell them or donate them to the thrift store. And then here I come and buy them. And send them <laughs> to some like podcast fool. hosts that I admire. And I'm like, wow, I don't know if I hope that these are haunted or not. <laughs> I mean, they are definitely haunted. Oh, no. I hope they make it through the mail okay. I don't want to end up haunt like getting the postal service haunted. <laughs> I mean, sometimes, sometimes it just be like that. Alright, we've gotten wildly off topic. We sure have, once but again. to be fair, we didn't have any comics to talk about. We didn't so... have comics. We <laughs> talked about cups. We talked about some cups. I hope you enjoyed this little uh, diversion from our usual yeah. topics. That's another life lesson for you. Sometimes you don't have any comics, and instead you just have cups. Haunted cups. Just... You just got haunted cups, and that's just the way of things. Yep. Um, thank you for joining us for this uh, murder-heavy, cup-heavy episode of Capes and Japes. Which is probably um, now haunted. God damn which it. Which is haunted, because we talked about the cups on it. So it's just a lot of haunting going on, and you're haunted now. So I guess since you're haunted, um, your only option is to just commiserate with everyone else who's haunted and follow us on social media, um, in all of the places, probably, just to be safe. Um, we got a Tumblr and a Twitter and an Instagram and a Pinterest <laughs> and a Facebook group. Um, you can find all of those under Capes and Japes. Um, we got an email where you can hit us up with any sort of questions or comments or demands or needs or wants or desires maybe not your desires that seems unless like, like you desire for us to give you comic book recommendations i mean that we can pull off um if uh we have uh we have a tip jar if you want to leave us money to buy haunted cups with um we have look the uh, haunted cups were only like three dollars for two cups but oh my god, we could buy so many more haunted cups. We could buy so many more haunted cups at the thrift store, which is full of probably haunted cups. It had so much, like, glassware. It's a little bit overwhelming. Just a whole wall of, like, glassware and bowls and plates, and probably half of them are haunted. At least half. We won't know until you give us money and we can buy all of them. Please, please don't give us money for that. Instead, give us money for comic books that will just sit on my shelf for a long time. <laughs> and then those will get haunted. Oh, um, no. Oh, no. Oh, I'm no. so sorry, Tom King. 
Your your <laughs> Batman Rebirth Volume One is now haunted. I left it on my shelf too long unread. Oh no. <laughs> The only way I can appease this spirit is by reading this book, and then it can be free. (laughs) Yep. So give us money so that can happen. Um, (laughs) And you can rate and review us on iTunes. And you can um, tell your friends who love Deathstroke. Or who maybe don't love Deathstroke, but you can tell them to listen to something else. Um, or tell them to watch the 2003 Teen Titans cartoon. That would be a very special thing you could do for us personally. If you convinced your friends to watch the 2003 Teen Titans cartoon, I would feel fulfilled. In fact, um, watch it with them. Once I rewatched the 2003 Teen Titans cartoon over a spring break with my then roommate that I mentioned earlier, Heather, and <laughs> it was good. I was like, hey, it's... I'm going to rewatch this. Do you want to do it with me? And she's like, sure. What episode do we start on? And I'm like, one. The first one. We're going all Obviously. the way through this. It's not a highlight reel. <laughs> God forbid. Um, yeah, so do all of those things. And most importantly, thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us. I'm glad you're on this journey together with us. Um... As always, I am Olivia. And I am Elion. I almost said don't forget to be awesome. I've been listening to a lot of Dear Hank and John lately. God. That's a That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, listen to our tell our tell your friends to listen to our podcast and also all of the podcasts that we mentioned during this episode of our podcast. <laughs> also, Kiss Me Sexy Batman. Hey. Kiss Me Sexy Batman. <laughs> <laughs>